Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives. Hey yo, welcome to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And Darvio the Kingpin Morrow from the Outlaws Radio Show. What's going on, good people? <clears throat> it is now officially the NFL Draft Week. We are just shortly away from the first round of the NFL Draft. Shortly away, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just shortly, you will see, hear, and find out who the number one pick will be uh, 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 for the Cleveland Browns. Yay. Along with some other teams. Yeah. Sorry, I had like a a a beat that's all folks moment. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Yeah, um... It's been it's, that kind of week, so yeah, it has been right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because you were just saying this before we got started that the Brown, like everybody, is pretty much talking about the Browns now because they control the draft. Yeah, right, they got right. the first and the fourth pick. Yeah, so it's like they're getting so much national media attention that they don't normally get. No, they always do because but they, in a negative light. They, well, yeah, they suck so bad that everybody always <laughs> looks towards who the, who the Browns going to pick in the draft and what they're going to do and stuff like that. So there's always high level scrutiny. Just but it's higher. So bad. But it's higher now than than it has been Usually. even in those. Like Other. I can't remember this much since they came back. As far as like national media mm. caring about what the Browns are going to do, well, it doesn't mean they care. They're they're just covering it. Well, they care because it's good. <laughs> it's good television. It's good radio. That's why we're talking about it. Well, <laughs> we're covering well, it because we care about the Browns. Yeah, sometimes. Well, before we get to all that, let's start with Darvio. How was your week? Um, my week was cool. Um, my my week my. Previous week was cool. This week, eh, not starting it uh, the the way that I would like to, but mm-hmm. um, there's nothing to cheer you up more than to talk about how bad the Browns are. So, it's kind of true. Christy, how are you? It's been a tumultuous week. There's your ACT word. I don't even know if I can spell it. it. <laughs> I can can barely pronounce it. Yeah, tumultuous. Tumultuous. Um, (laughs) It's been. I've I've had some really great stuff and some really uh, sucky stuff. So it's been eh, mixed bag. But right, guess it could be worse. So there's that. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Okay. What? Why? Would you want me to say? I like my Christie stories to open up. (laughs) Well, here's a, a tag team. We'll tag team this story. So you um, were met by somebody that I know at 
your work, which was really cool. Yeah, it was so pretty who cool. Recognized, can, who recognized who recognized him by, by his nickname. By my nickname that I go by here on the from show. From the show. Yes. And That's I, dope. I love that. I come out. I was getting ready for the day or whatever, and I go check my phone, and I've got a Facebook message and a text message. The text message is from you. The Facebook message is from David. <laughs> Shout out to David and Sarah Cunningham. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You guys are awesome. Thanks, and guys. So much so that you can recognize the name. He goes, I yeah, I, I noticed his name on his name tag and i was like hey i know that name and so that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's so awesome so yeah and it sparked cool. a nice little conversation they seem like a nice uh couple yeah they're super nice and they have really adorable little girls so not, not to mention all of us me you darvio and then we all go to the same church mm-hmm. uh, like different campuses yeah right well technically i, I don't go to t-mac anymore, well you're a but... former member of Momentum. Yes. And that's yes. just because... Yes. Shout out that's, to our church, Momentum Christian yeah. church, church, Cleveland, Ohio. And that's because you live like 800 miles away. <laughs> In BFE. Right. By 800, you mean one hour away. <laughs> I don't even have to change my radio station. Still get Cleveland radio stations. Where Bare- barely. You know I, I got a copy of that one. Look at you go. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, barely. Sometimes it gets disturbed by the trees and valleys, but well, you know, it's And I was, I was about to say, well, I mean, of course you get those stations because when you're out there and there's no big, tall buildings anymore, <laughs> there's nothing to block the signal. Or to block the sky at night and see the beautiful stars. So there's, there's pros. There's pros. The stars but. and the moon. Right. Big house on the prairie. <laughs> As you know, I, I, I have a quick kind of funny story about that. So back in 2005, it was November of five. Mm-hmm. My mom and I, uh, this is my first ever like long road trip. And mm-hmm. my mom and I split the driving. And we're going from Cleveland, Ohio to Wichita, Kansas. And on the drive out there, I'm driving. It's the middle of the night. There's nobody on the road. There's like a semi, maybe like, I don't know, two to three miles ahead of us. So there's nobody around me. My mom has a sunroof, and right. she's going to tell me while I'm driving, oh, Eric, look up and look at the stars. You can see them so clearly. So, of course, you know, being the good kid, I'm listening to my mom, and I look up. Then all of a sudden, like a split second later, she smacks me on, like, the arm slash chest and is like, keep your eyes on the road. But, Mom, <laughs> you're the one that told me to look up at the stars. Right, right. <laughs> So, women right We're so wily <laughs> so crazy <laughs> oh ladies really do be crazy sometimes <laughs> i like how you clint the reference huh? yeah <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we're cool we're you know we I have pl- our moments i plead the one two three four fifth fifth <laughs> fifth the fifth so speaking of the fifth the browns have the fourth pick that's one before the fifth <laughs> <laughs> you tried. You tried and you failed tried. miserably. Like super I didn't hard. even get to go over my week. She's just like, forget about Eric's week. Oh, oh no, yeah, we already, yeah, I know yeah, we kind of right. went. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we didn't go to. We didn't get <laughs> no, to. No, we didn't. So, E, how was your week? It's okay. I'm chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tossed it to you with the Cunninghams, and then I don't no, know. No, it, it, it was a it was a trying week. Um, so my daughter's twelfth mm. birthday is this upcoming Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. and happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday! But get your um, ooh, I almost cussed. Get your ish together. Yeah, get your act together. Um, mm. Birthday party was canceled. She was supposed to go to her first school dance uh, this Friday. She also was not going to that. It was discovered that um, after the fact, once she was already home, she had stole some lipstick from a pharmacy store when ooh. she was out with my mother. It's like, what the hell? I, and, I talked to him on the phone. I'm like, what are you doing? And, and, and I just, I got to ask you, Christy, because yeah. you're the woman in the room. Okay. Um, Last we checked. 
Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that just threw me off. <laughs> I'm not checking anybody in the room. Just to put that out there. <laughs> Christy has a husband, you know. I didn't mean it like that. I'm you not, jack- and you're a man. I'm not checking. Dude, you always go there. I had to be you literal. You always go there. You're always oh, literal. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> um, why is lipstick so expensive? Oh, good lord! I don't. You're asking me. I don't wear lipstick. I don't. I don't. I don't know. So sh- there was five lipsticks, and before taxes, it was like thirty nine fifty five. So she stole forty dollars worth of lipstick. lipstick. Like what? Well, you got off. She must have bought. She must have picked up the cheap ones because I'm like, really? It, it can be way more expensive than that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. For what? Pretty, the good kind, I guess. I don't. I don't really know. I don't. I right, don't know. you don't wear it, right? No. So. Well, I do. I do like a little bit. My um, sister-in-law sells the lip sense, mm-hmm. which is like li- liquid lipstick, but you only have to put it on once. Like okay, a day. what the hell is liquid lipstick? Like we don't know. It's right. just <laughs> like. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you have. It's been some. a very long time since I wore lipstick. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot my one dollar chapstick brand chapstick that I wear. That's what I wear Mm -hmm. because it's one dollar and it's great. Um, It's this. It just comes in a tube, and it is it's liquid, so it doesn't come in like a stick. It's like it look. It goes on like lip gloss, right? Right. But it wears lip gloss is popping. Yeah, I was thinking about that stupid. (laughs) So anyway, oh okay. But um, I, I saw a Facebook meme this week, and this the conversation just reminded me of it. It was like, whoever thought of making me a girl, I don't, I don't know why they did that because, like, <laughs> I don't know how to contour my face. My eyebrows are not uh, quote on fleek, and <laughs> something else. And I was just like, yeah, that's I don't, I, I don't know how to do those things. I can barely get like dressed. In matching the beautiful thing, though, it, it, at least you can always say this that you have eyebrows. That because it's like, how many females can wipe their face right now and, and their eyebrows would still be there? Mine, right. it's all it's all natural. There I don't know. Go. I don't. I don't do the. I can do my makeup in three minutes. Right. Like that's. I don't. So anyway, I I don't know why I can't answer that question because I legitimately have no idea. And there's nine million kinds, and like, how do you? I don't know. Yeah, and it's expensive. I have no answers. It's super expensive. And then here, you're supposed to apparently only use makeup for like six months. That stuff lasts me like a year and a half. (laughs) So I guess I hope you don't get a rash. No, no, it's just (laughs) on her lips. What? No, she said the makeup, all oh. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like you're Good supposed, job paying attention. It's just, just because it's like dirty or expired or whatever. I was oh, like, really? makeup expires? Like, this is the kind of terrible woman that I am. Like, I don't know this stuff. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning as I go, and I'm still like, eh, it's good. If it's in the container, it's fine. But I bet you you can explain but, to people about the draft, though. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I can try. I was going to say, now we'll go. get back to your regularly scheduled sports program. There you go. Done talking about makeup. You asked me, and I'm, I don't, I'm the least qualified person to ask. Like, legitimately have no idea. Well, yeah. So, um, on to the draft. So, you have the Browns have the number one pick. Mm-hmm. The New York Giants have the number two pick. After a trade with the Indianapolis Colts, the New York Jets have the third pick. The Browns have the fourth pick. The Broncos have the fifth pick. And then Indianapolis Colts have the sixth pick. 
Um, so it, in my mind, I'm just going to say the Browns not only will, but they have to take a quarterback at one. I'm not saying that this is necessarily what I want either before anybody tries to crucify me. <laughs> <laughs> but because I know there's a lot of people out there that are on the whole Saquon Barkley train, which I've never been on. It's such a deep running back draft class that you can get one in later rounds. And also considering the shelf life that running backs have uh, for their career compared to a quarterback or uh, a you know a defensive end, uh, left tackle, stuff like that. So the running back thing, that to me, that can wait. I've said in the past I like Darius Geis, I like Rashad Penny, I like Naheem Hines. Um, so there, there's plenty of options. There's Ronald Jones. You can get them in the, with that first pick in the second round, you know, whatever you have. Um, so the reason why I say the Browns not only will but have to take a quarterback is at number one overall is because the past two years they have passed on two of – the young up uh, young up and coming quarterbacks in the league, they basically gift wrapped uh, Carson Wentz to the Eagles two years ago, and last year they gift wrapped Deshaun Watson to the Texans. Uh, nobody could have known that Carson Wentz was going to um, set the world on fire. Was going to mm-hmm. set the league on fire. Yeah. You know, he, he was okay. He did he held his own his first year, but this year before he went out with that injury. Uh, he was just lighting the league on fire. He was up there with Tom Brady uh, in talks of the league MVP. and So nobody could have actually foreseen that it was going to pan out that way. Then you have Deshaun Watson, completely different play style. Uh, before he got injured, he was balling out in his own right. I feel like had he been able to complete the whole year, he would have been in talks um, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. There's no doubt in my mind about that. <clears throat> So with that being said, we all know that the Cleveland Browns have had a long, bad history since we came back in 99, or since they came back in 99, I should say. We. <laughs> Sorry, lifelong Browns fan here. I was going to say, we all feel invested, so it's like... Yeah, at this point. Uh, it's been nothing but, we're at what, uh, 84 quarterbacks on the jersey now? <laughs> 72 Something. last I checked. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you have your uh, big four that are talked about in this draft are in no particular order: Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, at we'll, we'll give the top five. At the fifth, it's looking like Lamar Jackson. So each quarterback has their own flaws and their own rights. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's there's been rumors that. Uh, up until recently, that the Browns were torn between Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. Well, as of uh, a couple of days ago, um, Adam Schefter reported that there was an executive that he spoke with that came out and said that uh, Baker Mayfield is also firmly in consideration at number one as well. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then that, that's the other crazy part about it is John Dorsey, the new GM of the Cleveland Browns, has been completely quiet about what they're going to do with their first pick. As he should To be. the point where he hasn't even yeah. uh, communicated, supposedly from reports, hasn't communicated that to the head coach, Hugh Jackson, and supposedly uh, won't, wouldn't have or won't be releasing that to the owner, Jimmy Haslam, either. Wow. So and the reports were that he wouldn't put it out until the night before the draft to Jimmy Haslam. 
Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump back into this here shortly. We got to go to a break. We'll be back here on Necessary Roughness. This is Jessica Lavish with the Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force fraud and coercion tragically no country community or individual is immune from the vast injustice human trafficking is driven by demand instead of contributing to the problem we can be part of the solution if we eliminate the demand we eliminate human trafficking for more information follow hashtag demand no more Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Also, be sure that you can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Or if you want to go directly to FCBRadio.com. Yes, sir. So, before the break, we were talking about some of the rumors and whatnot that we are hearing coming out before the draft uh, happens. Um, and, and I touched bases right before the break about how supposedly some of these stories that are coming out is that uh, John Dorsey hasn't informed head coach Hugh Jackson who he's going to pick, which, first of all, I'll just put it out there. If that is true, I don't blame him, considering that Hugh Jackson is not that tight-lipped. He likes to leak a lot of information. Um, then the part about not telling the owner, Jimmy Haslam, who he's going to pick until the night before. If that's true, I mean, so be it. Let's see if you know Jimmy Haslam really does trust John Dorsey. Um, to run the team as a football guy rather than trying to have his hands in what they do like the year when they took Johnny Manziel, which was a business decision, not a football decision. So, the, you know, we were talking in between the break, and Darvio, Darvio and I are in agreement, you know, this is the worst time of the offseason. There's so many smoke screens that are going yeah. on. There's so many rumors. There's so many, you know, what-ifs. BS. And BS, yeah. It's like the TMZ of NFL. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's going on. Um, you know, I'll say if I had to pick, um, and we'll go around the room real quick and do this, at the number one pick, if the Browns take a quarterback, I believe it's going to be Sam Darnold, um, only because he's quote-unquote the safe pick, um, according to the pundits. So it, I don't think they're going to – I don't think the Browns are going to out-Browns themselves on this one. <laughs> um, Darvio, if you had to go with a quarterback, who do they take number one overall? Um, I think – I'm kind of torn on this. It's between – I think you may be right with Sam Darnold, but I've kind of said this from the moment that they they signed they traded for uh, what's the quote Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. I'm going to learn his name one day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, I've kind of been saying this from the jump that you can't rule Baker Mayfield out because he's the closest one in terms of skill set to Tyrod Taylor. So um, it, it's between the two. Uh, and when we come when we come back around, I got uh, something that I want to get you guys' opinion on when it comes to these quarterbacks in general. We all know the Browns are going to make uh, probably going to pick a quarterback number one overall, mm-hmm. but I have some concerns with that after you get back from. Christy. Well, I, I will say really quick: um, out of the four that I don't want is Josh Allen. Everybody's like, oh, he's got the biggest and strongest arm. So what? You can have the strongest arm in the draft. Doesn't mean you can get the, hit the broad side of a barn. Like, mm-hmm. Example, 
Brandon Wheaton. Wheaton. It, it's... <laughs> that kid had a cannon. Yeah, but he couldn't throw it to anybody. No. <laughs> so, Christy, if you had to choose, which one of the of the top four would you be taking? Um, I actually agree with you. I would go Sam Darnold. Um, the pundits have the Jets taking Mayfield at number three. Um, and personally, I don't like him as a human. And we all know <laughs> that that's... There's just there's too much not nice about it. Where's that flag at? <laughs> What's that? Where's that flag at? What flag? The Oklahoma flag. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I thought that's what you were referring to, and then I, I wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I just I want a team player, and I want somebody that's going to jive. And if we come back and pick up Saquon Barkley, let's say at, at hopefully at number four, probably, um, you know. No, you don't think so? No, go on. We'll okay. get to that. But anyway, um, I want him. I want him on our team. So I guess that's why I'm hopeful of that. Because And then I want them to be able to jive together. So, And I think that a quarterback from USC is going to be able to do that. So that's my hope. But I don't really know. A quarterback from USC, outside of Carson Palmer, what USC quarterback has <laughs> had a fulfilling career in the NFL? But you never know. Like That's the thing of it. Oh, uh, is- you're, you're saying this could be the flash in the pan? Maybe. I mean, you just, you just never know. I mean, th- we've had how many uh, Heisman Trophy winners just fall on their face in the NFL? I mean, the, yeah, n- number one picks, number two, three, four, five. I mean, I can give you, you know, tons of examples or Google. Google can give you tons of examples. Google um, knows all. <laughs> top five and top ten picks that didn't go anywhere or do anything. So right. it's it's just it's just a mixed bag. You're you're literally guessing at this point in time as to who's going to do what and who has the potential to do what and who's going to fit in with the program and the coaching style that you already have. So I don't know. But what were you going to say? They're not going to take Saquon Barkley. No, so – the top three picks, um, I think there's going to be a run on quarterbacks. Uh, the the biggest wild card of the top five is the New York Giants. Nobody knows what they're doing. What they're going to do, yeah. Uh, originally, there was talks of they were going to go for a quarterback to be Eli Manning's, uh, groom him as his replacement. Mm-hmm. Then there's, you know, Saquon Barkley's name was in there. Bradley Chubb's name was in there. It looks like they might go O-line, too. Uh, you know, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't even be shocked that they took uh, Nelson, uh, the offensive guard, because in my mind, if they think they can get a couple more years out of Eli Manning, why not take Nelson, put him at left guard? They just signed Nate Sauter as left tackle. You, that means you just short up Eli Manning's um, blind side. And then with their first pick in the second round, they could take a running back, which they haven't had a good running back in like 12 years since Tiki Barber. You know, that's <laughs> one of the big things uh, for Eli. He's never had a good running game at all. Uh, yeah. So... Either the Giants take a quarterback or somebody may give them a king's ransom to trade up to number two to take a quarterback after the Browns decide to do whatever they do. Um, so that means at number four, the Browns could have an option to either take what's, uh, the best available offensive or defensive non-quarterback player in either Saquon Barkley at running back or uh, Bradley Chubb at defensive end. Me personally, I think they go with Bradley Chubb. I mean, yeah, to, you've you've mentioned that a couple times. To, yeah. yeah, we we debated about that at the yeah uh, yeah yeah the uh, casino casino yeah. to to sit there and see how nasty of a defense that would be, 
you know, first of all, last year, everybody knows our biggest weakness in, on the defense was the secondary. But that also comes down to what type of pressure the defensive line was or was not getting on the quarterback. So the more time that the quarterback has in the pocket to throw, the more time that these DBs who aren't that good have to cover, all right? So just imagine Miles Garrett on one side and Bradley Chubb on the other. Then they can have Emmanuel Ogba mixed in somewhere too. Like, oh, my God, just the thought, thought of that is just, oh, yes, please. And like I said, you can – and I'll give one prediction here since I can throw it around to everybody else. I, I do have one bold prediction, and I do think that the Cleveland Browns will trade back into the first round to get a third first-round pick just like they did last year so they can have that player – with uh, the fifth-year option available compared to if they picked that person with that first pick in the second round where they would only have a four-year contract. So um, I want to put this on the table real quick. Mm-hmm. I want to get you guys' thoughts. Get it out there. So uh, I'm not going to go into the, the debate on the fourth pick. We've had that yeah. ad nauseum. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you all I told the you so of next us, week. The two of us won't say Quan Barkley. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we've, we've went, the, went there forever. I want my brownies next week when but, I'm right. Um, <laughs> I, want, I want the brownies whether he's right or wrong, personally. Uh, well, so, all right. Well, if, if the Browns have a good draft, we'll, we'll go Then there. we'll have brownies so for the Browns. So it's a win-win situation. For the Browns. There yes, you go. Yes, yes. So, Don't um, mess this up, Dorsey. Just right. <laughs> now, here's the thing. We all know they're going to take a quarterback, but my concern is, and I heard some, some experts saying this, and I, I heard this on some other radio shows, no one is really clear. This isn't a draft where you have a clear cut. This quarterback is the guy. guy. Right, this right, quarterback right. is going to be, you know, that dude. And because there's people, there's been experts that are either saying that quarterback isn't in this draft or there's experts disagreeing with each other about who that guy is, is. in the draft. Yeah. So the thing that concerns me is even though we all know they're going to take a quarterback, these guys, I'm not really sure if there's if any of these guys are that guy. And really quick, and some of those same experts you're referring to are also saying that there may not be that one guy, but that it's also one of the deepest quarterback classes in, in recent memory. Like, the fact that you have four names that are all highly sought after in the very top of the draft. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we saw that? That's true. That Yeah, that is true because there usually is that one the guy. Clear cut the clear-cut guy. Yeah. Like, and maybe, this is the dude. And maybe one other that's, like, right exactly. I mean, we can yeah. even go back right. to that draft since we'd referenced Johnny Manziel earlier. That draft, you know, given, you know, in hindsight, obviously we know Johnny Manziel dro- uh, dropped in the draft, but your top names that year were Blake Wortles, uh, Derek Carr, Johnny Manziel, and Teddy Bridgewater. So there was four quarterbacks there, but they weren't all touted out as to be highly sought after in the top five to top ten of the draft. Mm. The, the, well, I mean, you had some people that were really high on Bridgewater. So that was probably the one exception in that draft. Well, a lot of people were really high on Both them. of them dropped, Bridgewater and Manzo. They did drop, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of people that were like, yo, they're, you know, these guys are going to be good. Now, Manziel dropped, obviously, for personal reasons, for his off-the-field antics, his <laughs> behavior. This is why but, I take into account the type of person that you are. I'm just saying it, yeah. it matters. Like, it, when I say I don't like him as a human – that's I don't I don't want. I only that. take that into consideration if I see it affect your on field play, 
because a lot of these guys are douches. Let's just be, let's just keep it 100. A lot of these guys are douchebags. So right. I only take it, I only take that into consideration if I see it impact. If you do something illegal, that's one. Mm-hmm. And if it impacts your play on the field and your chemistry with your team, mm-hmm. those are the only two things that I take into consideration. Which Other is, than that, I don't care if you're a jerk. Which, well, yeah, but see, that's the thing of it is most of them are. Okay, jerks, they do debaggy things, whatever, but it's it's at a minimal. It's at a what? like it's like a regular Can I get that guy one more time? level. No. They do no. what? Do you want brownies? <laughs> I like the like, debaggy things. It is not and it is not at a regular guy level for a lot of those guys. That is not true and you know it. Well, and I know you know it. Well, when I was with the Browns though, in all honesty, there weren't that many that were like Worse than half the other guys that I've been around. <laughs> Frat guys, football guys. It's all the, like right at this level. Now, the the ones that take it to the next level, it ultimately does affect their playing on the field. I mean, it does. It comes back to bite them. Well, some for some, or for some, not all, though. Not all. There's, there's, there's mm. a lot of guys that I just, are like jerks of human beings that are really like, good football players. Uh, yeah, like Michael Vick, I guess. But, um... <laughs> wow. Shade. <laughs> like an oak. Still, um, still the only jersey I've ever burned? You burned that jersey? Really? Yeah. Well. I'm, a, I'm a huge Falcons fan. because of, It originated because of Michael Vick, but when he did what he did with the Pitbulls, we have a Pitbull at my grandparents' house, so uh, I took that personal. Yeah. I stayed a Falcons fan, though. I will say this, though. Shout out to everybody who did burn his stuff and got rid of his stuff, because that was mm-hmm. the way that I was able to afford buying Madden for the first time ever <laughs> in my life. You remember the, the cover of Madden that he was on? Yeah. I forget what year it was. Now, Madden used to be, and it still is, pretty expensive, yeah. yep. and I was much younger at the time that was the first time i was able to afford it because i was able to go to cd game exchange and get it for like five dollars <laughs> so thank you for thank you all you mike vick haters you allowed me to be able to thank afford so to much. buy madden <laughs> all you animal lovers out there <laughs> activists and whatnot because i am a capitalist <laughs> <laughs> well nothing wrong with that well uh, we're gonna find out what the browns uh do in the draft whether they do the right thing or if they out browns themselves uh <laughs> We got to go the break, though. When we come back, you'll get the best from Christy in the rundown. See you back here shortly on Necessary Roughness. This is Darby or the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song, Unconditional, featuring Dan Smith. I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back because this ain't complicated. Yo, it's simple. We are looking for something that's unconditional. Get unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records. Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Once again, this is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And Darvio the Kingpin Morrow from the Outlaws Radio Show. Yes, sir. Oh, right. So now comes the part of the episode that everybody loves because it is ran by none other than the superstar of the show, Christy Maggard, with the rundown. You are Let's choosing. get it. Who is going on Facebook Live right now. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm not, I'm not very technically inclined, so... <laughs> Oh, I just ended my live video, I guess. So, so you might want to try that one more again. Yeah, I'm going to try that one more time. 
All right, so we, did we figure this out yet? Did you I get did. on your Facebook live? I got it. All right, Hi so guys. let's try this again. <laughs> now it comes to the part of the episode where we go to Christy Maggard for the rundown. Let's get it. Ooh, ooh. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets are eliminated from the T- Stanley Cup playoffs uh, by the Washington Capitals. Uh, they beat them the last uh, two or three games, I think. So it was a pretty brutal series for the Jackets. Yeah, but they're probably going to lose to the Pens. Well, probably, but we'll see. But it's still a bummer because we were really excited that Columbus, you know, was in it. So There's, that was exciting I, for them. We all know I'm not really into hockey, but there was some type of stat, and I could be misquoting it, but I think it was something like the Washington Capitals against the Pittsburgh Penguins are like one in seven. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, it's inevitable that they lose to them. Right. Yeah. Um, things got a little spicy during the Thunder Jazz spicy. game. Spicy, yeah. spicy, it's a spicy meatball. Um, the <laughs> Whoa, pause. <laughs> the one thirteen to ninety six Jazz win resulted in seven technicals, including a Jay Crowder tech and subsequent ejection. Um, You're out of here from an altercation with Carmelo Anthony. So. Uh, got a little little crazy there. There's been a lot of that in the playoffs. The playoffs in the are first getting round. heated, man. There, there's a lot of physical play going on. I mean, so. you figure even uh, the Bucks and the Celtics, Rozier and Bledsoe, they're getting into they got it. Into it. Yeah. Uh, LeBron yeah. and Lance Stevenson. Like it's just Lance been... Stevenson doing wrestling moves. On the <laughs> right. It's just ridiculous. Taking them down, down by the neck. Right. Y'all forgot y'all playing basketball. Right. Yeah. Not WWE. <laughs> Um, Miguel Andujar, who's 23, fill-in third baseman for the New York Yankees, just Blech. found himself. <laughs> yeah, but now he's famous, so remember the name. <laughs> found himself a spot in history alongside the likes of Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle. He's only the third player in Yankee history to collect extra base hits in seven consecutive games before turning 24. Wow. It, yeah. Andajar has racked up 12 extra base hits in those seven games. So keep up the good work. Uh, and Good job, buddy. Great yeah. job on the pronunciation, too, by the I way. I still don't like the Yankees, but good job to you. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, the last time that happened was Mickey Mantle, so just saying it's been a while um and uh the first major wwe event in saudi arabia will be womanless no women matches are scheduled and presenter renee young will also be absent from that performance so oh, wow the 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 commentator isn't mm-hmm. going to be there either well wow. yeah i didn't know that part yeah. i mean it's it kind of goes along with how saudi arabia is and i don't mean that in a negative way for anybody listening either no, uh, it's not. I'm I'm not surprised by this at all. It's like up to par with their culture and their standards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on over there that women are not a part of. So Yeah, I mean, they just started letting women attend sporting events. Or drive, didn't you say that? Yeah, and drive, too. Like, drive so, rides, yeah, yeah, so this stuff is... Is is recent, and we we saw this in Dubai, where um, at first when the WWE first did a show in Dubai, the women weren't allowed. Mm-hmm. Then when they did another show, then the women were allowed. So this is the this is a first step, and you know eventually women will be allowed to wrestle at in Saudi Arabia, just in, like it was in Dubai. In ten to fifteen years, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it may not. It actually may not take that long. 
Because uh, just to kind of get into some Saudi Arabia stuff here for a second, <laughs> one of the reasons why WWE is doing events over there anyway is because that country is reaching out to American entertainment companies to start doing business in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. because they're looking for ways to diversify their income so it's not just based on oil. Mm-hmm. Because that goes up and down, mm-hmm. obviously, and they've been having some issues financially where it's not as comfortable as it used to be with oil, especially with, with the United States producing sure. shale and all of that kind of stuff. And it's a way to keep the young people happy who are not happy with being in such a repressive country. Yeah. So that's why they're reaching out to entertainment. So I, I understand that people are upset, but I don't think it's going to take as long as people think for women to participate Hopefully. in sports over there. It's always good to diversify. So, yeah. you know, um, and speaking of women, uh, Jenny Kavner joined a prestigious group of women this week. Prestigious. When, yes. <laughs> I'm getting fancy with my wordplay. <laughs> you go tumultuous, <laughs> prestigious. Pre- yeah. Look, Daniel was going to put you there. <laughs> hey, I like my education. She's, she's educated, y'all. <laughs> I try. She knows stuff. We got people watching. I'm just saying. You do, actually. Yeah. I was watching with you, and I was looking at the stats. Hey. I'm like, oh, hey. look at Christy having Hello. people check in. You check go, girl. Oh, All right. thank you. I'm never live, so that's kind of a big deal for me. <laughs> um, but uh, she, she joined a small group of women this week when she called the Padres Rocky game live uh, which was really cool to see her name on the screen um, the call by Jenny um, and uh, Kavner spent 12 years as an MLB journalist during which time she's uh, done game uh, analysis on the radio and reported for both teams so she has extensive experience um, with both teams here um, call playing and um, doing analysis and reporting on them so she was very well equipped for the game she did a great job um, and there's only like six other women uh, that I was able to read about Mary Shane, Susan Susan Waldman, Betty uh, Kaywood, Gail Gardner, Pam Booker, and Jessica Mendoza, most recently from ESPN. She's been on uh, the last couple years there. And uh, Mendoza did give Jenny a shout out on Twitter, said, keep doing your thing. So it's good, you know, women empowering women, doing things that women don't do. You know, men typically... In women in sports, you know, we start talking and men kind of like tune it out. Like, oh, she's a woman. She automatically has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> so it's it's hard. And even with um, her experience and things like that um, in the world uh, and in the in the league, you know, there's still going to be a lot of skeptical men that don't take her seriously. So I would imagine that'd be a little bit slightly nerve wracking for her. You you've got to really have confidence in yourself and know yourself and know that you can handle it to do something like that. Cause you're going to get a lot of haters out there, you yeah. know, saying, well, and, and mm-hmm. to, to some degree, I mean, that's to, to some degree, that's what you're doing here as well. You know, yeah. there's not, there, mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of women who are sports broadcasters. No, there aren't. There really aren't. And you can count them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm looking here and it says that she was the first, uh, Jenny Kavner becomes the first woman to do play-by-play for an MLB game in 25 years. Yeah, something that's, like wow, that. Yeah. That's deep. For the, a lot of these women that I listed were like the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one woman I can't remember which one. Um, she's been with the Yankees for some time now, and she's done um, some stuff with the Yankees and things like yeah. that. Um, and on their 
the Yankees network. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's really rare. It's like a Yeti sighting to yeah. see a woman. Um, well, do and, play you, golf. and you know, what's interesting. It's a lot of the things that women have to go through in sports or being the first in, in anything really mm-hmm. is similar to the things that African-Americans went through being first in a lot of these things, because you're always the people who are always out first are the ones that get the bullets first. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And you always have to kind of prove that you're not a token, that you're not just a statement hire, right, that you're really right. actually good at what or you a do. Fluke. Yeah. Right. That you actually know what you're talking about. And you do, you do have to prove that a lot. I mean, yeah. even before I started, Started. Um, I was on uh, True to the Game before I came to Necessary Roughness, and right. even before I started that, I had a, a guy. He's not on Facebook, so I'm good. A guy uh, <laughs> just like lay into me about an impossibly asked question. I mean, it was like June, and he's like, "So who's the Brown starting lineup?" And I was like, "There's not even a. There's nothing happening right now. Like I can't predict their starting lineup the for the Browns, fall." The Browns like didn't June. know the Browns starting exactly. lineup. Exactly. Freaking OTAs at that point. Yeah, right. exactly. And I'm just kind of looking at him like that's not even an answerable question. Who, who I'm was like, this? I can an individual. It was a man. <laughs> <laughs> so and he was like, and he was like, so you're gonna take live calls because I'll call in. And but I'm like, you're already challenging me, and you don't even know just anything to try to make you about, look silly. Yeah. yeah, about what I know, my knowledge, my background, anything like that. And right. so it's just, it's like it. That's to be expected and it's just kind of like one of those things where i'm like i've converted people at parties that i don't even know for like my viewpoint on certain things that Mm -hmm. we've talked about passionately on the show and they're just kind of albeit you know intoxicated but still they're (laughs) like no that's a good that's a good point like so it's validating to know that yeah i do know what i'm talking about i'm not an idiot i don't it didn't just happen upon this it's something that i'm really passionate about and when i'm passionate about something i i put all into it so um yeah all right well that's gonna conclude um the rundown so you forgot for a second <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about <laughs> that'll and conclude then, the ladies <laughs> well, no, be- <laughs> i knew that's where that was gonna go <laughs> ladies i love y'all i'm not taking away from you that's a great accomplishment by yes yes congrats jenny that's awesome Good all right you. so we'll be back here on necessary roughness If you're looking to increase productivity for your firm or medical office without increasing your expenses, then call Morrow Paralegal Services and let our experienced professionals provide you with quality work at reasonable rates. We provide paralegal services to attorneys, medical and law firms, and the general public. Give us a call at 216-273-6134. That's 216-273-6134. Again, that's 216-273-6134. At Marl Paralegal Services. Not an attorney. We do not give legal advice. Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Yep, yep. Also, be sure to check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or just check us out through our website, fcbradio.com, where you can find all of our shows from the FCB Radio family. And you know it. And don't be afraid to interact with us. Comment on stuff, like stuff, share. Send the twiddles. Yeah, the, the tweet. The Tweeties. Obviously, we're more active <laughs> on Tweeties. The Tweeties. <laughs> that just threw me all off. 
uh, you know I'm going to come Sylvester? up with something good. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously we're more active on Facebook, but we're doing better getting more active on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Darvio. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been active on Twitter. Hit me up at D the Kingpin, by the way. Oh, I look at you with that plug. <laughs> smooth. So earlier we were having some draft talk. We're going to kind of jump back into that. Um, I do want to start kind of with like some of the quarterback stuff. Obviously, we know Sam Darnold. There's the talks of like the fumbles and interceptions. Then you got Josh Allen. He has the lack of accuracy. You got Baker Mayfield with, you know, oh, he's quote unquote too short. He's, you know, running from cops off the field for, mm. when he got drunk. Christy he's doesn't like him person. as a person. Um, she doesn't like him as a person. <laughs> which which <laughs> isn't surprising. But then I'm going to bring it down to Josh Rosen. Now, I remember this was years ago in his uh, freshman year, true freshman. I had no idea who he was. I, I had no idea of anything to do with the US, UCLA football program at all. Like, who watches UCLA on our side of the country. You keep trying to say USC. I, I do. <laughs> it's right. just like, yeah, UCLA football is so, like Kentucky football. Right. There's a program? Okay. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, all right then. I love you even more for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> go Vols. Go Big Orange. Tennessee. Kentucky who? Oh, there I'm going to shout out my boy uh, Steve Knapp for that one. You know, she said Kentucky who? <clears throat> football. Here, right, here football. Go cats, basketball. I just had to sneak that in because uh in the first game of their of the series, the Indians and the Cubs, he's a Cubs fan also. Mm. They they beat him. I think mm-hmm. it was what, ten to beat the Indians like ten to two. Ten to two. So I had yeah. to get my cheap shot at, at him in somewhere. Yeah, get your get back. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm watching I, I I'm just flipping through channels and I, I happen to fall on a UCLA game. I'm like, there's not much else on TV, so it's football at least. Let's watch it. And so I know nothing about this kid, and I'm watching him like, man, this this kid, like, he looks like he's a good quarterback. He's running the team really well, like, running the offense good. Like, man, this kid's going to be something. Then I'm hearing the announcers say that he's a true freshman. I'm like, what? Like, this kid, this is his first ever game running the offense, and he acts like he's been in the system for, like, three years. I'm like, wow, this is nuts. Now, you you fast forward to now, you got uh, different reports coming out on him. You got, obviously, there's the concussion. He's had a concussion or two. Um, he's had the shoulder injury. Who hasn't, to be honest? Right. Uh, but then, there, then there's issues. There's been uh, questions about if he's going to be like the next, next Jay Cutler. Is he actually passionate about football like he should be? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It just it's crazy to me that at the beginning of all this process, the big thought was that the numbers one and two, it was going to be a toss up between Rosen and Darnold as the top two quarterbacks. Right now, you're seeing reports that out of all the four, that Rosen is going to be the one that may be the one that drops through the draft. Um, and, but then, at the same time, you say you don't like Baker Mayfield as a guy, a mm-hmm. player, of whatever, mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then Rosen is the one that's kind of come out and been the loudest on some things he said. You know, he did come out and say that he's going to come out and win more rings than Tom Brady did and all that. And then now recently he had, uh, about his future, he had said, I'm very confident I'm going to be the last man standing in this draft class when all is said and done. Oh, wow. So it's like, mm. how, do, how does that make you feel knowing that, you know, there there's questions being called on if he's really passionate about the game or if he's just going to come in and just like whatever it up, or mm-hmm. you know, and then seeing these comments, you know, what do you think about all that, Christy? I don't know. I think talk is cheap for a lot of these players. That's how they just, that's who they are. Yeah, they that's just what they do. Yeah. and jaw and everything like that. So, um <clears throat> We'll see. I mean, if he does get drafted, which is 
obviously a strong possibility. Um, we'll see. I mean, is he going well, to have the action to back it up? So, you know, whether or not you have passion for something, I don't think that you should be trying to get drafted if you're not passionate about it, at least a little bit. But Might be passionate about that check. Check. Well, right. that's kind of what I'm thinking is, yeah. is it, it's using it for the money. But, you know, there's that drives a lot of people, so I can't really fault him for that. Right. I mean, if you're not passionate but you have the talent, I guess pursue it. I mean, you're good at it, so get paid to do what you're good at. Right. Um, Absolutely. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just... I don't really look too much into it. Like, if he's just trying to get his name out there, or, you know, that's a good way to yeah, stir the pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any uh, chance to spotlight yourself, you're probably going to take it. So. Right. So, to kind of keep along with the quarterbacks, uh, so there is going to be a run on quarterbacks. If you're looking at, say, even the top, we'll go top 16, all right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the order, and I'm just going to rattle those off real quick. One, Browns. Two, Giants. Three, Jets. Four, Browns. Five, Broncos. Six, Colts. Seven, Buccaneers. Eight, Bears. Nine, 49ers. Ten, Raiders. Eleven, Dolphins. The Bills at 12. Redskins at 13. Packers at 14. Cardinals at 15. And Ravens at 16. Now, and a partridge in a pear tree. There you go. <laughs> now, out of those teams, you're looking at the Browns. And potentially looking at taking a quarterback, you got the Browns, the Giants, the Jets, the Broncos, uh, the Dolphins, the Bills, the Cardinals, and the Ravens. So that's eight out of those 16. Half of those teams could conceivably try for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with there only being four as the top ones, top tier, which ones do you think actually come away with a quarterback, Darvio? Um, you know what? I would not be surprised if we know Cleveland's going to take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. I would not be surprised if two and three both took quarterbacks and then five took a quarterback. Now, two and three, is that with the teams that are in those spots or via? Is it, are there going to be trades? Because I think there's going to be some well, trades. Well, I mean, there's always that people. possibility. And I, like, I don't like, when it comes to the draft, I don't like predicting trades because you never know. Like, it could, yeah. you know, it, any, anything could happen. So I'm just going based off of the draft board as it is today. But clearly the Jets need a quarterback. And it would be it would be smart if the Giants took a quarterback because they still have you still have some juice with Eli, right? right. So and he's thirty, but he's thirty seven. Exactly. So that but that means that's the perfect situation where you can take his replacement and you still have time to groom him. You don't have to rush him out on the field. Mm-hmm. So it would be in the Giants' best interest to take Give uh, him the a quarterback. Clipboard right. him a couple years. Exactly. So, I mean, the thing that we never do, that the yeah, Browns never right, do. Right, right. So, right. I mean, so I think, I think you're going to see quarterbacks go uh, very quickly in this draft. Let, let me present you with a scenario. Let me see what you think. Say the Giants are on the clock at number two. The Denver Broncos, who are, who are at number five, call and give them an offer that they just can't deny. Do you, if you're the Giants, do you take it? It depends on what the offer is. Well, right. Just hypothetically, you know, say they're it, giving you an offer where that you can't refuse. Do you stay at number two and take the player you want, or do you trade down three spots to number five? I mean, and it, take the ransom if I'm them, that they're offering you. If I'm them, and if they're decided on taking a quarterback, and if they uh, if they feel like they're going to be able to give him time, why not? 
you know, you'll be able to get more pieces. And there are there are five top quarterbacks right. in this draft. Now, here's the question, though. The question that they have to determine is do they rate these quarterbacks very similar to one another in terms of what they're going to be? Like we were just talking about how no one agrees on the guy in this draft, mm-hmm. right? So they have to look and see is there the guy for them? Or are all of these quarterbacks, which is some of the things that I've been hearing, that there's not much separating the five of them? If that's the case, then, yeah, you can move down. Well, see, in the scenario I gave you, the two names that have been linked to the Giants the most are Saquon Barkley and Bradley Chubb. So if they trade with the Broncos down to five, that means the first three picks, the Browns, the Giants, and Jets, are all three going to be quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So if they're that torn and they have them that closely rated, that means at number five they could still get the same player that they wanted at number two plus whatever they got from the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, and especially if the Browns do what Christy and I want them to do, mm-hmm. and that's take Saquon Barkley. Well, regardless of what the Browns do at four, the Giants or the yeah, they'll, the Giants they'll still be they'll a get top one quarterback. The, well, no, the Giants would still get one of the two non-quarterback players that they're torn between in Saquon Barkley or Bradley Chubb. Yeah, but the question is, do they want a quarterback? And I, how I, do they rate the, their, these quarterbacks? That's the that's the issue. If they rate them similar, then you can take the chance at five. I think they're going non-quarterback. That's not a that's not a smart move if they do. I, I really think didn't say it was right because Eli Eli is a good quarterback when he's healthy and he's not healthy very often. But he what did you say he's thirty seven? At least if he's not thirty seven yet, he will be thirty seven by the time the season starts. So you you'd it's have older to than I am. I so didn't you, know that was possible. <laughs> so you'd have to believe that he has what at most three years left. Maybe. Uh, yes, I mean, he actually has the same birthday as my mother, January third. He's already th- uh, thirty-seven. So because Unless there's you're Brett Favre, who played till he was a, what fifty-four, <laughs> something like that, or Tom Brady, who's going to play until retirement, He's sixty-five, at, like regular people retirement age. Yeah. So I mean, and then but, he'll go to work at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> but that's rare, though. That's rare. So I don't yeah. know if Eli can be that guy. I mean, right. Peyton played for a long time, too. But I don't know if Eli can be that guy. I don't know if he's durable enough to play that. Long. But so my question is, if that's the case, if they want a quarterback that they're going to want to groom, is it imperative that they get a top five quarterback? Or do they, like you said, Eric, if they get an offer that they can't refuse, do they trade up for that and then take like maybe a second round quarterback? Or are there not that many available? I don't even know. A lot of people don't, but you know, the class, the the second round, second, third, fourth round quarterbacks are crapshoots. So a lot of people. I I feel like that's the entire draft. I I agree with I agree with you. But you're but you're playing. It's like going to the casino. You're playing based on the odds, right? You're trying to get better odds. So your odds are better. You could still stink it up because you never know how these how college players are going to translate to the so program. it's almost like it i mean it, it's just literally gambling yeah do that's we, exactly we what it take is. the risk and but see in my opinion if you've got three years it's a small window it is but if you've got three years to work with you can probably afford to take the risk on losing out on one year if you don't get the guy that you need if if you're just looking for a clipboard guy i mean and you get an offer like eric is theorizing that you can't refuse and that's going to boost you later on i mean maybe it's a it's a risk that you're willing to take but then here comes a million dollar question though is the guy do you trust your evaluators enough 
to say that, okay, this guy is projected to go in the second round, but he has the talent, talent. of the guys. See, that's that's the that's kind of situation that I'm talking about right. is, you know, because everybody always gets that group of names that they're all going to go top. But then where do you find that kind of diamond in the rough? So who's going to have that talent and you can you have the time to and develop it's based, him. And it's based on your evaluations. It's based on your system. And your it's based on your and, scouts and yeah. your coaches and all of that. So after you got the those four of the Baker Mayfields, the Sam Darnolds, the Josh yeah, Rosen, sure. the Josh Allens. Allens. You have Mason Rudolph, Lamar Jackson, Luke Falk, Kyle Lalletta. I probably butchered that a little bit. And, and Lamar is probably the top of the second tier, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and Mike White. So, But then after that, you get into like the third tier. But I would probably stop at Mike White as the cutoff, the cutoff for the second yeah. tier. So your second tier, you're looking at Mike White, Kyle Lalletta, and uh, Luke Falk, and then you got Lamar Jackson and Mason Rudolph. Now, Mason Rudolph and or um, Lamar Jackson could go anywhere from the like 20s range on through the beginning of the second round. So they're not going to be that far off from being, you know, a mm-hmm. quote first unquote, round pick. Yeah, yeah first yeah. round pick. All right. So, anyway. Well, it all remains to see, be seen. When we come back next week, we'll dive into this for a draft overview. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have some Browns brownies. Yes. Because yes. that means they did well. <laughs> and they didn't out Browns themselves. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't put it past them. But thanks for tuning <laughs> yeah. in to Necessary Roughness this week. We'll be back with you next week. Same time, same place. Peace. Peace. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.